0: needs to be rescued. It's time for another Star Wars sermon reference. It's the beginning of Episode 7, The Force Awakens. A runaway stormtrooper named Finn lands on a desert planet and meets Rey, an orphan scavenger. They know very little about each other, except that Finn is male and Rey is female. When stormtroopers start chasing them, Finn instantly grabs Ray's hand. Ray pulls her hand back and sputters, What? What are you doing? They start running. And then he tries it again. He seems to be trying to protect her. But Ray pulls away a second time. Stop grabbing my hand. She's running. He's running. He reaches for her hand again, and she finally shouts, I know how to run without you holding my hand. Our task over the next few weeks is to learn how to run together. Not with one person condescending the other one, but with both people recognizing the mutual danger and their shared need, and then acting with respect for each other's gifts and abilities. We're calling this ministry, Ministry With will contrast ministry with, with ministry for. Ministry for other people can be our natural default. This is when one person helps another person, or one group helps another group, and the help only goes one way. It's not mutual. It's ministry for. One person is the subject, the other the object. One person does the other receives. One person rescues, and the other gets rescued. Theologian Martin Buber called this the I-it relationship. One person is the I, and the other is just an it. This is ministry for. Instead, we want to humbly recognize that we are always in ministry with— We are in ministry with God, and we are in ministry with our neighbors. We are called to equal partnerships with others, alongside others, partnering with others. As we explore ministry with over the next three weeks, we're asking these three questions. Who needs to be rescued? Who is the Savior? Who partners with God? All of these questions are about cultivating humanity and humility. When we practice ministry with, we are not saviors swooping in to rescue. We're not men being chivalrous to women. We're not straight people condescending queer people, or cisgender people allowing trans and non-binary folks to use our restrooms, we're not white people shouldering the so-called white man's burden, and we're not imperialists invading other countries in order to save them. These examples have one group in power and another group being rescued, sometimes by the very people who have caused their oppression to begin with. And they are all examples of powerful people, assuming that they know best what other people need. When this happens, when we see others as needing to be rescued, we treat people as an it. We make assumptions. We don't partner. A few years ago, a music video was released called Africa for Norway. The video features Norwegians slip-sliding around on the ice, shivering from the cold, frowning and crying. As the video begins, an African man says in a very serious tone, sunlight puts smiles on people's faces. People don't ignore starving people, so why should we ignore cold people? Frostbite kills too. Africa, we need to make a difference in Norway. We need to collect our radiators, ship them over there, and spread some warmth, spread some light, and spread some smiles. Say yes to radiate aid And then a sing-songy pop song starts up. It's not feed the world, but heat the world. There won't be snow in Africa, but there will be in Norway. The music video parodied the tropes that Europeans and US Americans so often have of Africa. These poor people, they need to be rescued. When well-meaning people focus on rescuing others, they forget to ask what the other person actually needs and what gifts they bring to solving their own problems. Any time you want to reach out your hand and rescue someone else, pause, ask, what is the power dynamic here? Had this person asked for my hand? Do they want us to get out of the way and follow their lead instead? How can we be rescued together? Who needs to be rescued? We all do. Whether we're running from stormtroopers or dealing with social injustice. Or struggling with personal sins. We all need a rescue. And until we recognize that, we are in no position to rescue anyone else. This is the genius of 12 step groups. Rich or poor, famous or obscure, everyone is on a first name basis. And that first name is it. No last names, no titles, and what draws people together in 12-step groups is not the desire to save each other, but a recognition that all of us, every single one of us, is messed up. We're all in need of a higher power. We cannot do any of this alone we are powerless and our lives are unmanageable. We've made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves, and only a power greater than ourselves could lead us to sanity. Church, this is our message, too. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us have logs in our own eyes. All of us need to be rescued. And we'll be rescued together by a loving God who extends God's hands to each and every one of us. And rescued by God, only then can we turn to one another, extend our own hands, and say, Siblings, let me serve you. Let me be as Christ to you and pray that I may have the grace to let you be my servant too.